She rants, she raves, she's got a really big mouth. She prays, she swears, and most importantly, she's here to help you believe in you. Welcome to the Prayers and Swears podcast. Good morning. Welcome to the Prayers and Swears podcast. I'm your host, Trina Dimming, aka Greasy Girl Gone Clean. Happy Friday. I was just driving my kids to school, as I often do before I record these episodes, and uh, every day on the way to school, we kind of have like a little bit of a ritual. So we usually read a scripture from the devotional that we have for the kids, and right now I have a Veggie Tales devotional. So if you have kids uh, and you share my faith, you probably know who Veggie Tales are, but if you don't, it's basically, it's it's like a clan of vegetables. <laughs> It's so funny. But um, anyway, we have a VeggieTales devotional. I totally urge you to look it up if you have kids. And I love this devotional. And there's so many times where we'll be driving to school and the kids are reading the message. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that message is for mama. That message isn't necessarily for the kids. I mean, it always is. But I'm like, that's God talking to me like like a child because I need to be spoken to like a child. And so this morning... um, when we were driving to school, my kids read their devotional to me, and then we usually do affirmations after, but um, the devotional for today said, and I got to read this too, because it's just so good. The power of the, it's titled the power of teamwork, and I won't read the whole thing, but there's a verse in it, and it's Ecclesiastes chapter four, verses nine and 10. And it says, two people are better off than one for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help, but someone who falls alone is in real trouble. And then it goes on to ask who your team members are and all these other things. And I, I talked to my kids about that because that is one of the first like aha lessons I ever had when I personally started diving into like personal growth and development, which I didn't know what the heck that was when I started. Um, but I actually read a book a long time ago and I wish I could remember what the title is right now. I'll look it up and put it in my show notes. Um, but when I remember like one specific chapter near the end, it said, look at the five people that you spend your time with. Those five people that surround you, you most likely make a similar amount of money than them or carry a similar amount of debt as them. You probably carry very similar ideals, um, you know, faith, that kind of thing as them. And you probably live very much like them. And it said, like, you are, you are like the five people you spend the most time with. And that really got my brain going. Um, And it started to make me realize, too, what did I really want in life? Who did I want to become? What kind of money did I want to make? What kind of influence did I want to have? How did I want to impact the world? What kind of legacy did I want to leave for my children? And was I spending time with people that shared that vision? And not only that, but, you know, we have to be so careful who we let into our inner circle. And, you know, again, (laughs) I've been in business for seven years and I've really seen this to be very, very true, but you probably heard it. So it may sound trite, but at the same time, it's so bears repeating your circle should want you to win. If your circle doesn't want you to win, then you need to get a new circle. And that is the freaking truth, my friends. That is the truth. People around you should truly want to see you succeed at life. Your friends um, and the people you spend your time with, they should want to see you 
rising in your life. They should want to see good things happen to you. They should want you to have loving, healthy, happy relationships. They should want you to have, you know, abundant amounts of income. They should want you to have abundant amounts of joy. They should want good things for you in your life even more than you want for yourself. If those are not the kind of people that you are surrounding yourself with, then it's time to change your circle. And I mean, okay, now this is hard for me to talk about because um, I'm always like, oh my gosh, like my family or (gasps) what? It's funny. I can like say I'm so bold and like fearless when it comes to like talking to strangers or like I don't even know who's listening to me. So I'm like, whatever, I'll put it out there. But when I think about like the people that know me intimately or my family, that's where I get freaked out. (laughs) And mostly I'm like, oh my gosh, what if my children hear this? I don't think my children will ever hear this, but I have a history of addiction and um, I'm not going to get too deep into that today, but when I was in my youth and like heavily into drugs and alcohol, smoking more than a pack a day of cigarettes, like just really, really getting into a lot of trouble and making a lot of bad choices, my circle was not feeding me positivity. The people that I was spending time with were not people that I wanted to shape myself after, like looking back. I mean, in the time, I, I didn't know any of this. I didn't have this wisdom on my side. I didn't, I didn't realize how important it was to choose your friends wisely. And that's actually an affirmation I make my kids say every single morning in the car. My kids have to say, I choose my friends wisely. I choose my circle of influence wisely because I know that I become like the people I spend my time with. And that's just it, you guys. We are the books we read. We are the television shows that we watch. We are the information that we take in. And it is so imperative that you seriously protect yourself and that you are aware of what kind of information that you're taking in because the stuff that we take in, we meditate on. And you don't even realize it, but meditating isn't hard. It just means that we're worrying is like meditating. It just means you're rolling something over in your mind over and over again. So, you know, it says in the Bible that if like we should think on good things, if there's anything good and true and we should think on those things, I got to look up that scripture for you. But that's what I wanted to talk about today because I was like, oh my gosh, this is so powerful. You know, I, I wish I had known this concept so much sooner and I wish that I understood how important that was because even in the beginning of my business, I learned that lesson the hard way. Because I, in the beginning, I was like, I, you know, I was still building my inner strength. I was still building my mindset. And so in the beginning, I had this like, oh my gosh, like I'll take anybody, right? So if you're in, like, if you're in one of those, like a network marketing business or something like that, I really want you to think about who you're bringing on to your team. Who are you? Like, you don't just have to work with anybody. This is your opportunity to choose your business partners. This is your opportunity to choose your friends. Now, I don't know. Um, if you are, if you are running that kind of business, but if you are like, I don't know what your company offers. I know all, all companies offer different things. Like our company, for example, we, we can earn free trips every year. And so like, I've earned like six of them, but I, I learned very quick early on when you're, when you're on these trips and you're, you're like relaxing at the beach and you're having a drink and you're, you know, just being grateful for this incredible gift, this opportunity, who are you with? And I quickly learned who I wanted to be around and, you know, what I wanted to learn from that, that time too. And like, I cannot say enough that you need to be aware of who you're surrounding yourself with. When I register 
a new business partner, I do want to know about them. I want to know about their family. I want to know about their dreams. I want to know what's important to them. And then I do every single thing in my power to direct them to the tools and resources that are going to help them grow their business. And I breathe belief into them like crazy. You know why? Because I want them to win. I genuinely want them to win. I want to know who that person is. I want to know about them. And I want to, I want to help them believe in themselves so that they can take the necessary actions to build a business that is going to serve them, serve their families, serve their dreams, and help them to have the success that they truly want to have. And so I'm very much aware now, you know, after seven years in this business, who do I want to work with? Because I'm obviously, when I'm mentoring somebody, I'm putting my heart and soul into them, right? I don't want to put my heart and soul into somebody that doesn't respect me, <laughs> you know, doesn't value my time, those kind of things. And I want you to think about that as well, because the people that you're spending your time with your uh, quote unquote friends, you are giving them the most valuable resource that you have. And that's your time. You know, I say it to my business partners all the time, but I'm like, you know what, you guys, if you spend $20, you can get another $20. Money is everywhere. They're printing it every day. Like we're not going to run out of money ever. Like you have to think abundantly in that respect. But if you spend 20 bucks, it's not gone. You can get another $20, right? But if you spend 20 minutes of your time, that time is gone forever. You will never get that 20 minutes back. So you have to really think about who are you spending your time with and how much time are you willing to give these people? Because that is a currency that is irreplaceable. Once your time is spent, it is spent forever. So who are you spending your time with? And, um, and I know sometimes like I've, it, it was really hard for me to get that concept in the beginning. Cause I started, I was like, oh my gosh, people are going to think I'm a bitch. People are going to be like, oh, she doesn't want to spend more time with me or like, and it, it took me a long time again to, to build a boundary and decide like, no, this is my time. I get one life, right? I get one body. I can't just trade it in if it's not healthy and get a new one from the body store. I can't just like, if I spend 30 minutes with somebody that has like no respect and doesn't like, no. It's gone forever. I'm not spending my time unwisely. So I really guard my time. Like I guard my time like I guard my life because your time is your life, right? It is so imperative that you protect your time. I cannot say that enough. Um, And I just want to refer to two more scriptures that were like on my heart talking about this was um, Matthew. Um, My stomach is growling. Can you hear that? (laughs) Matthew chapter 18, verse 19 and 20. Again, I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything you ask for, it will be done for you by my father in heaven. For where two or three come together in my name, there am I with them. You guys, two is strong. It is stronger. That's why God says like, we aren't supposed to do this life alone. Like we do want to have teammates. We do want to have teamwork. That's what I love about the concept of network marketing so much. It's about building a team and it's about working together to help everybody succeed. That's what's so powerful about that business model. And one of the reasons I love it so much. Um, and then one other scripture I love so much. And, and again, this is like so freaking powerful. You guys really let this thing get, sink in. And this is the stuff I want you to meditate on and really roll over in your mind over and over again. First Thessalonians chapter five, verse 11. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. But encourage one another and build each other up. Think about that. We should be encouraging each other. We should be lifting each other up. We should be breathing belief and love and life into each other. We should be doing that. If your circle is not doing that for you, they are not your circle. And even family. Boom! 
boom, I'm dropping fucking bombs today, please. Okay, this, I know this is hard, okay? Because we cannot choose our family. Sometimes you marry into it. Obviously, we marry into a different family. But, you know, or maybe our family, my, our parents get divorced and they remarry somebody who's toxic. Like, we don't always get to choose our family. But we do get to choose who we give our time with. And it's important to set boundaries, healthy boundaries. It's important to stand up for yourself. It's important to stand up for you believe in. And again, like I've said it before, but I truly believe in the like, do no harm, take no shit. Like, be kind to people. But at the same time, don't let people, you know, treat you like a doormat. Again, that's another thing. My kids have been saying that since they were little. I'm a kind person, but I don't take any crap. I want my girls to know that. Be kind. Be loving. Be considerate. Treat other people how you want to be treated. But at the same time, I think a lot of times, especially with girls, we're taught, like, be nice. Like, be nice. Pardon my French, but, like, fuck that. No. Like, there's a difference between kindness and, you know and genuinely being aware of doing the right thing but then there's also a period of time where we need to put our fucking foot down and say fuck no I will not be treated like this I we teach people how to treat us my friends we teach people how to treat us so whether it's family friends you know any kind of superior like a teacher or like somebody who's leading you you have to still have a boundary, a healthy boundary about respect and how you will allow people to treat you. And, um, you know, this, again, this was a really hard concept for me because I came from a history of abuse. I had some severely abusive relationships and severely abusive relationships with hardcore narcissists. And like, I won't even get into it today because it's, that's a whole episode on its own. Um, but again, I was allowing, I allowed that treatment I did. And it's really, really hard, you know, but that's, that's part of growth too. When you look back at your history and you have to learn from your history because our past does not dictate our future. I'm going to say that again. Your past does not dictate your future. If I were to repeat my past, I would be in severely toxic, abusive relationships. I would also be in a severely toxic, abusive relationship with myself. I would be a drug addict. I would be a smoker. I would be a hardcore alcoholic. Um, I would be allowing people to treat me like a bag of crap and I would have fucking zero confidence fucking zero because I had like negative a hundred confidence seven years ago, even. Um, and praise God, he's so good that, you know, God put number one, my husband in my pathway, my husband, God love him. He is such, he is literally the answer to a prayer of my husband. He was like the first thing in my life. I ever like look back and realize that I actually manifested into my life because I, I, I remember having this like total mental breakdown. I was in my car and the car seems to be like the place for me. <laughs> but I was in my car in my parents' driveway and I was just like bawling my eyes out because of my, like a recent boyfriend. I had just seen him with another girl. And I was just like, I was like, God, why? Like, why won't anybody love me? And why is there nobody? And I remember asking God, like I, I like ordered him. I was like, hey, God, I want a man that's like my dad. And like I laid out all these different things. And then it was like, I I had been spending time just falling in love with me and allowing myself to be me and not worrying about anybody else. And my husband just showed up out of the blue. But but God literally brought me this man who breathed belief into me. And I mean, I was a friggin hot mess when I met my husband. I was fucking more of a mess than hot. And my husband was so kind and so supportive and so loving. And he still is. I'm sure he probably thinks I'm crazy half the time, but he is just like, 
he is a breath of fresh air and he's always good to me. He's even when I probably deserve like a freaking smackdown. My husband is like so kind and so loving and so supportive. But that again, that helped me start to value myself. And I, I don't think that you should ever build yourself up based on anybody else. Like we have to build our own happiness. We have to create our own happiness. Um, but again, that's how important your circle is. Like your partner should be loving you. Your partner should be supportive of you. If you're doing some dumb crap, then your partner should have the balls to say, babe, you're doing some dumb crap. You need to like reevaluate this. Um, because your partner loves you, not because they ever want to put you down, not because they ever want to make you feel small, but because they love you and they truly want to see good things happen to you. They truly want you to be happy. They truly want you to have a good quality of life. They truly want the best for you. That's the kind of relationship that you want to have. And it should be like that, not just with your loving, your uh, romantic relationship, but with your friendships, with your family, with everybody. Your circle matters. It matters so much. I can't even begin um, to to say this enough. And so I really want to reiterate today that I want to encourage you to sit down and and write down because journaling is so freaking cathartic, you guys. It will help you work out the most amazing things. But write down who are the people, who are the five to ten people that are closest to you? Who are the five to ten influences? Like who are you following on social media? What kind of books are you reading? What kind of television shows are you watching? Like what kind of information are you taking in and ask yourself, what am I surrounding myself with? Am I surrounding myself with love? Am I surrounding myself with positivity? Am I surrounding myself with growth? Am I surrounding myself with um, things that are going to help me build an abundant mindset? Am I surrounding myself with things that are going to help me elevate in life? Or am I inadvertently, maybe not even realizing it up until this point, surrounding myself with people that don't want me to win, with people that aren't cheering me on, with people that are not going to influence me positively, with people who would rather sit around and fucking gossip around other people than talk about vision and growth and leadership and like... That is so important, so freaking important. And like I said, this is a realization I've come to in my life. I don't want to be around people that gossip. I don't give a shit about gossip. I don't want to be involved in it. I don't want to be near it. If somebody has something mean to say about somebody else, I don't want to fucking hear it. I want to talk about growth. I want to talk about vision. I want to talk about ideas, creativity, like things that are going to make the world a better place. And I want to surround myself with friends, with women mostly that think the same way I think, that have the same type of goals as me, that want more, that want to do more, that want to give more, that want to have more, um, that want to lead right? And um, so I'm very aware of who I spend my time with. And so anyways, when I read that thing this morning, I was like, oh my gosh, like I, again, I don't like write scripts out for these freaking podcasts. I don't like, I just fucking rant. Um, But I, I feel like there's times where God will just like whisper an idea to me and he's like, that's the thing. Like you got to talk about that thing. And when I heard that this morning in my kids' devotional, I was like, you know what? God speaks to us sometimes like children. And that's where we, I got like papers in my lap here. Hold on. Um, And that's where we need to, you know, really listen to that still small voice where like we're being led to share something or to talk about something. And ironically, I was just um, last night in my inbox and I was talking to a friend, Monica, shout out to Monica, um, who's in Africa. And she's just like a sweetheart. But we were talking about the Bible. We're talking about scripture. And she actually had brought up a scripture from Ecclesiastes. And then when I read that this morning, I was like, oh, that's God. That's God trying to tell me like, you need to talk about this thing. Um, 
but it's, it's truly amazing to me. Like, and even just talking about my girlfriend, Monica from Africa, who we were talking about scriptures last night, I was like, that's a person I want to surround myself with. That is a person who's focused on growth. That is a person who wants to grow and, and, um, talk about ideas and making the world a better place. And like, so like, I love you, Monica, (laughs) but just an example of like, we need to surround ourselves with, um, with those people who are going places that we want to go. Right. And I really want to encourage you. Like I said, when I started this podcast, it was because it wasn't because I, I wanted any freaking glorification or like, I, I am here because I truly want to help you believe in you. I truly want to help you have like a solid kick ass, badass fucking mindset that is going to carry you through the challenges. That's going to carry you through the hard times. And it's going to help you create like your own hero in you. You are made for more. You were created for a purpose. And I'm going to say it every fucking episode, you are a treasure and God loves you. And God has a great plan for your life. And it's so important that you start to recognize this, that you step into his will, that you start speaking, you know, God's word over you, because that's going to give you more power. That's going to give you more confidence. That's going to help you believe in yourself. And it says in Proverbs that, um, we should speak life into ourselves. And now, of course, I actually do have my Bible in my lap. Now, I don't know if I can find this scripture, but I really hope I can. I think it's 2118. I get that mixed up with some of the other ones, but I'm going to read it to you and then I'm going to stop talking today and then I'm done. Uh, No, that's not it. Oh, maybe that's not it. Uh, No. Damn it. Okay. Well, I don't know where it is. I'm going to have to find it, but it's like it's like speak life. And that's the thing. We have to speak life over ourselves. Um, and we have to believe, we have to believe that, that, you know, Oh, here. Okay. Here's part of it. Well, Proverbs eighteen twenty one. Yeah. The tongue has the power of life and death and those who love it will eat its fruit. What you say about yourself is so freaking powerful. Okay. What, that's why I'm saying what you meditate on, what you take in the scriptures, the books you read, all that stuff that you will start to speak it because you're meditating on it. What you're taking in is what you'll start thinking about. And then what you start thinking about is what you start saying. The tongue has the power and life of life and death. Y'all, we need to speak life over ourselves. We need to speak life over our family, over our friends, over our businesses, over our business partners. If you are in business, I'm telling you right now, do not be sitting in your room being like, my team sucks. They're not doing anything. They're not growing fast enough. My team is not doing. No, no, no. You need to speak life over your business partners. I'm so proud of them. I know they're working hard every day. I'm going to continue to provide resources and tools and things that are going to help them grow. I'm going to continue to breathe belief into them. I'm going to cheer them on. My business partners are seeking out their truth and they're working on their businesses hard every day. Like y'all just rant out loud in your car. That's what I do like a maniac. Um, But speaking life is where it's at and being aware of who's speaking to your life to you right? So think about your circle, write that stuff out in your journal. And if your circle is sucking wind right now, then it's really time to think about how you're going to expand your circle and include more um, positivity, more love, right? More faith, all that good stuff. Okay. Anyway, love you. Love you. Love you long time. Sorry for the long podcast today. Um, I hope you guys have an amazing weekend, incredible week ahead and bless you. Thank you so much for being here with me. I I freaking, I pray, I pray that every time I get on here and rant like a lunatic, you get something out of it. Um, and if you did, please tag me on Instagram at Gracie Girl Gone Clean. Please share the podcast with somebody else that could benefit from these words or leave me a review um, because that's how other people find the podcast. So um, 
uh, leave me a review. And I just, I, I cannot say again enough. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I, I am so grateful for all of you. And I just pray that, you know, these messages are, are blessing you and blessing God's kingdom. And that's, that's all I care about. So anyways, love you. Have an amazing day. See you guys soon. Follow my mom at, on Instagram at prayers and swears. No swearing. Follow my mommy on Instagram at greasy girl gone clean. Or (laughs) you can follow me at both. And if you got some value out of this podcast, please share it with somebody. Tag me for sure on the gram or leave me a review because that's how people find this podcast. Thanks so much.